0: Welcome. You made it tough shit. Podcast puts first world problems into perspective. We are your hosts. I am not Chris. I'm Corey. Oh, I'm Chris. Oh, you really are going to talk like that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> during sound check, I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs>
1: that's all I got. Because I don't know if that's
0: offensive or not. Because, like, it's
1: kind of cartoony. You sound They're like a like, cartoon if character. If I did the whole <laughs> the whole show like this. But Sounds it like doesn't sound, the... I don't want to make fundamentally of handicapped people, but it does, it just, I I thought it just sounded like a cartoony old dumb guy. You yeah, that, I mean?
0: that's exactly what you sound like. Like, it doesn't one of the uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, don't they sound, wasn't there one that's kind of like. I have no
1: idea. I think they canceled it. I I'm think pretty they... sure they took it off of Disney Plus. <laughs> Probably. It, it was offensive to little people.
0: Yeah, yeah the fucking little people in big world still going. <laughs> I think they're on their final season. Thank God. <laughs> uh-huh. Let's just
1: fucking end it. Uh. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. <laughs> Mandy loves that show. She's yeah. got it on all the time. I think I've said it before on this show that well, I still think the finale, so this is the last this is the last one ever. Right? Okay,
0: I that I think so. I think that's what I saw. So
1: Amy's husband, they're married now, I think. Uh, yeah, the big tall guy, yeah. Chris. Well, he's not that tall. He's just taller than her because she's little. But <laughs> well, he, yeah. the finale of Little People, Big World, is going to be him <laughs> killing Matt and wearing his face because that man, there's something wrong. With him. Oh, <laughs> I don't trust him at all. Not at all. I'm serious. Oh, that's not very nice. Well, it, yeah, it won't be. You are you are a big fan of Matt, so. Anyway, um... <laughs> hey, I just yeah. wait. Did I actually say who
0: I am? I did, because I, I did in that voice. Did I say I'm Chris? I think you did. Yeah, because okay. then you went on a tangent about not offending people. Did but... we say that this is soft serve? <clears> this is that? no, we haven't yet. So yeah, you've made it to soft serve. Actually, it's a super served. It is April and May because uh, our regular lives have been getting in the way, so we got behind, and now we're catching back up. Uh, There's nothing worse than life getting away your hobby. Right? Exactly. Like, you know, I got a serious hobby that makes little to no money that takes up quite a bit of my time. I've spent the entire morning
1: care. working on this while Mandy's doing all of the chores at home right now. She's still doing it. As are should dinner. Yes, because she <laughs> is Polish.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. So, yeah, the uh, soft serve is the tough shit for pussies. Don't yeah. say that. I can I, say it. You can't. Oh, you put it in your mind, Cam. I can say whatever the fuck I want. Okay. Yeah. Because I. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad you said it because I was
1: trying to come up with something this morning. Like, oh, tough shit. It's or soft served. It's tough shit for pansies. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. For girly men. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Real quick, off top, uh, we have an Instagram at ts podcast official. If you would give us a follow over there, that would be awesome. Uh, You can follow us on Spotify, Pandora, or Apple. Uh, Please leave a review on any of those. That would help out the show. Uh, You could also consider directly supporting us by clicking the anchor.fm link in the show notes. Shill. Fucking shill. Begging for money. Don't pay him. (laughs) Please. (laughs) Please pay me. So I can hire a hitman, Get rid of my co-host. Maybe you shouldn't be such a pussy. and just kill me yourself. <laughs> oh, I said it. See? Damn. Got you. Okay. Got him. <laughs> uh, yeah. And on that note, the uh, shout out to Bree, Arlene, Sarah M, Kathy M, and Sarah J, our anchor supporters. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you. And also, please consider buying a shirt from Studio4East.com. In the online uh, store section, you can find our merch. And they're a small local outfit, so please be patient for them to do a full print. That's it. And oh, I forget, this is new. Uh, send us an email at toughshitthepodcast at gmail.com. Oh, i gladly said that because I forgot about it because
1: I was going to email bomb you. And then, but it, I guess it'd be email bombing both of us. But
0: yeah, but we're, you know- we're, we're still at one question. Okay, and I know who <laughs> sent <laughs> it your wife. Yes. Thank you, Mandy. <laughs> So yeah, send us your questions. And I, I did get asked someone. Uh, I think my wife. Yeah, she was like, "Well, what do you guys want me to send?" I said, "Any question. You can ask us anything, anything at all." Yeah, we might not answer it. Exactly, but, but you can, can send, send the question.
1: Yeah, I just learned what of me uh, sending things. I didn't know that a donut emoji is a butthole.
0: I just made that up.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, it's just a donut. Okay, but it's brown and it's a circle, so it's kind of a butthole. Because now I've been looking back at like when you sent, because I know I know enough about emojis to know that an eggplant is a dick. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty. You sent me like emojis like an eggplant and a donut. Yeah. So now I realize what you were getting at there.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's just kind of what I was throwing out a dick out there. and a butthole. Well, I mean, the donut is the uh, the butthole of the pastry world. Is it? I don't know. Maybe. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's, uh, it's been, it's the super serve for April and May. Uh, and on that note, how have you been, Christopher? You're April and May. I I realized in the last week's talking shit, you had a rough start getting the coof. Why? Oh, cause I got COVID.
1: Yeah. And then, my septic backed up. I don't know. I'm doing fine. I'm really busy. I'm building a fence. Mm-hmm. You helped me last weekend, so it yeah. was nice to Corey for one day because he helped me put uh, holes in for my fence. And now that's over because he can't take the holes back. So fuck you, Corey. It's all over now. <laughs> They're holes. I can just fill them back in. Oh, <laughs> 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 middle of the night. I'm good. I'm have. We're having a little, a few days here. Mm-hmm. This is like. I, I don't know how to put this. This uh, Ginny got... Well, not that. Ginny got spayed like three days ago. Mm-hmm. So we're just trying to be very cautious with her. Yep. Being very overprotective. She doesn't care. She doesn't care at all. Mm-hmm. Me and he got this absolutely ludicrous onesie fucking diaper thing. Oh, yeah. goes So she doesn't dig at it. And I forgot about it yesterday because you're supposed to unstrap it yeah. so that she can pee like she's a baby. <clears throat> and I didn't. So she filled that thing full of fucking piss. Just like a <laughs> oh, fucking...
0: Walking piss bag. Well, we were all like
1: about putting this thing on her and it like just turned into like a cotton catheter and so i washed it and she hasn't worn it since yesterday and she's perfectly fine she's not digging at it you know why because she's fucking smart
0: and she knows not to dig at stitches yeah that's good she is a good she's been pretty good I, she's I a fantastic will say. fantastic dog yeah you, you're lucking out so far that's it that's all i got yeah for may i hear you uh mine's been pretty decent april may uh gotten out done some metal detecting yeah the weather's been getting good that's been nice uh, still keeping in shape, uh, keeping busy, so no real complaints. And that's pretty much it. Oh, the- Hey, it's Memorial Day weekend. It is. Have you ever noticed we always record, like, really close, if not on, holidays? That's because most holidays are around Sundays. Yeah.
1: Or Mondays.
0: <clears throat> yeah, it's like, uh, I think we were on for- Halloween, Easter. I don't- We never did- I think I uploaded on a Christmas once. We'll
1: have to do the year in review. I didn't- yeah.
0: So- I like un- because Memorial Day
1: is Memorial. I always have to remind myself what <laughs> Memorial Day is, because it's it's to remember people who died in wars. Yes, right? it's okay. not
0: Veterans Day.
1: Okay. Who support veterans who are still alive? Okay. I mean, technically, they're like the dead ones are, were veterans too.
0: So. It, it, technically, but yes, you are I correct.
1: I did. I wore. I didn't even mean to. I wore a free shirt that I just had yesterday, and I had an American flag on the sleeve. Well, that's very nice of you. Well, it wasn't intentional because, like, I and then I drove to the store in my Subaru and I saw the reflection. <laughs> and, like, I'm like, I had to ask Corey, like, do I look like somebody who would drive a pickup truck? And he is, Would I ask you that or was it Mandy? You didn't ask me that. Well, I no. guess they asked Mandy and she said no. So <laughs> <laughs> that's my Memorial Day story. Oh, that's very nice. Also, can I just say right off the top that I'm feeling a little. Oh, what do I want to say? I've got a feeling. A lot of pressure today to sound as smart as I can. And why is that? Because this day marks the two months of me drinking mushroom coffee every day in an effort.
0: Well, let's say one month because when you fried your brain out huffing pipe blue for three days straight, you, were, you lost a month. Okay, well, let's I would just say-, say- that like This
1: period of time that I had planned to drink a cup of mushroom coffee every day, mm-hmm. and it was in preparation for this show, this soft because I'm going to talk about it. Okay. And so now that I'm actually mentioning it out loud, I feel like I'm now I'm putting the pressure on myself to sound smarter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Putting it out there. I might have just shot myself in the foot, because now I'm just going to think about it. I feel smarter. <laughs> I'm drinking it right now.
0: Uh, you've always been a smart ass. I can give you that. I got a frother. Ah, oh, yeah, you're so proud of it.
1: Yeah, so yesterday, like I know you just use it on low and you just do it for a second and you pull mm-hmm. it out. And so yesterday, I don't know why, I'm just like Ginny and I are standing there staring <laughs> at it. I'm like, yeah, I'll try high. I'll just do it like, I'll see, like, I'll see if I, like, how fast am I like quick drawing with a frother. So if I hit like high on it really fast and just mm-hmm. right off again, man, it got high fast. And yeah. it just how much did you, I was going to say, what'd you lose? All <laughs> over the place. <laughs> So like this thing that's supposed to make me smarter is plainly not working, and that was the best example of it.
0: Well, yeah, think clearly, make executive decisions. I'm going to put this on high. Yeah, I, very, I didn't feel very smart.
1: Stupid, stupid, stupid. Oh, my God, I'm drinking it right now.
0: You're banging yourself in the head. So what are we actually doing here? <laughs> well, Yeah, it's soft serve. It's the, uh, the positive uh, side stories to be a filler show and it's supposed to be a little longer, but I only did two stories. My second story does run a little longer. Uh, I was going to do three, but you said you did two?
1: I've got two. One's bullshit. The other one's completely real, and then the (laughs) third one I didn't do because it just didn't feel right. I started it.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it on the next one. Okay. (laughs) Well, do you want to go first with your first story then? Yeah, okay. All right. How do we determine that? soft serve just kind of a crap shoot. but I know for the largest last crap. Um, <laughs> wait where's my glasses <laughs> well I know for the last two episodes before the last you, uh, <clears throat> you made me go first so you could do your fucking Hank thing <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna bring him back today but i didn't yeah you you did He's say something around okay He's but you're not, be, he not he might today. be a, he might be a reoccurring yes. character. it depends how much beef and dairy I'm trying work to, you listen to oh
1: boy i'm on a three bean salad so like <laughs> which is fantastic but it makes me feel not as good about like my ability for improvisation you know what i mean yeah but i figure if i listen to more people doing improv i'll get better at it kind of yeah. like in uh, uh, oblivion when if you jumped a whole lot you get better at jumping yeah.
0: You know, in the, the like in, Elder Scrolls. In real life, as you, you know, do anything a lot, you'll get better at it, hopefully.
1: I don't know. I think if you jump too much in real life, you'll get worse at it because you I, wear I your legs
0: out. Well, yeah. That's I mean, how muscles work. That's just a matter of your body. But, I, like, think about when you jump when you're five years old and when you <laughs> jump when you're 20 years old. I could
1: jump over a five-year-old right now if you brought one in here.
0: If he was laying down.
1: No, if he was standing up, unless it was a really tall five year old. Absolutely not. What if it was a dwarf that was a five year old? I could jump over them.
0: Prop Probab- that's that's a possibility. Okay. I could I'll give you that one. Well <laughs> <laughs> See you're improving just fine. I wrote all that down before the show. No, you I knew didn't. we were
1: gonna talk about it. It's right here. Oh. No, it's not. I made that up. I'm the best. I
0: have a story. (laughs) 60% of what comes out of your fucking mouth. Anyway. (laughs) Oh, God. Well, well, you just said your improv. Uh, Compare some of our more recent episodes to, like, episode two and three. I was so scared the Mm -hmm. first few, and I don't even know why. Yeah. Like, my heart would race to just go. I agree. Absolutely.
1: Like, you couldn't hear the show over the sound of my heart beating. No. And I don't know why, but now I don't care anymore. No, I don't care (laughs)
0: So I, yeah, I care I, about the show, but the uh, the actual trade craft we're getting better at, I think. Spycraft now. <laughs> i I no, was good at spycraft for a little while because I listen. Wait,
1: because I oh, I was reading all those John Le Carre books. Mm-hmm. So oh yeah, you were like, big into that for a yeah, while. I mean, I would have had to like transplant me to like you know 60s like Cold War era spies because like I don't, <laughs> it wouldn't work now. You know, all
0: I did was smoke cigarettes and drink a bunch of bourbon. Yeah. Well, no.
1: Like, <laughs> Because I I remember, like, reading a small town in Germany, and all he drank were white ladies. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I got a kick out of going to bars and ordering a white lady. <laughs> uh, but they're really good. It's like gin and uh, uh, egg whites and milk.
0: Yeah. mm mm-hmm. no. We
1: leave them out for Santa Claus, and he just slurps them right up on yeah, Christmas.
0: Gets hammered, stuck in the chimney. Yes, because he's fat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I do have, this one's a little long. I didn't mean for it to be. No, that's
0: fine. It's super served. It can be a little longer.
1: Um it should have been shorter because like I'm sure that Mandy is waiting for me to get home and start working on the actual things. But here we go. So this is another <laughs> one the title got way too long too. It's the whole thing's just it's just a long story. And I haven't read it yet mm-hmm. so we'll see what happens is this
0: your real one or bullshit yeah this one? is real okay um so the i'm t- still gonna doubt you saying that but go on <laughs> i wrote the title
1: and i'm just like done with the title it's a whole paragraph i'm just like i could have just been the introduction but either way here's the title for this one you ready mm-hmm. oh and it's the sarcastic title yeah
0: because it's off sir.
1: After after making history as the first students in decades who went to college for something other than a useless liberal arts degree, three John Hopkins students still managed to disappoint their parents by spending their tenure researching edible tape meant to hold burritos shut. Have you seen this? Yeah, I have. Okay. But you didn't do it, right? No. Okay. So, yeah, honestly, like... This title was a little... This is a tough one to actually put to paper, personally. Like, to be that sarcastic. As I personally, like, couldn't disagree more with the idea that anyone could be disappointed by burrito research. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, if there's anyone who loves... Food wrapped in tortillas? It's me. It's you. In fact, uh, beyond college being the fastest way for children to bury themselves in oppressive debt, the biggest crime of higher education today is the almost complete lack of research into making Mexican cuisine more manageable for clumsy Caucasians. Am I right? Yeah, sure. Okay. However, (laughs) (laughs) this being
0: said— Real problems of the world.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This being said, uh, it appears as though John Hopkins is the first university to finally turn the corner and right this wrong. Chemical and Biomolecular Engineering students, Tyler Go, oh, boy, I'm gonna fuck this one up. Yeah, let's uh, get Tyler some... Guarino, Guarino, and that's a girl. Just saying, um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: self-identified or actually? <laughs> no, it's just a girl. <laughs> okay. Um,
1: Rachel Nye, mm-hmm. Maria Eric, and Aaron Walsh have seemingly done the impossible. Together, they've developed an edible tape whose sole purpose is to hold burritos shut. I don't know, man, but between like this and the release of Unreal Engine 5, I feel that humanity is like edging closer, just taking a big step forward. I don't
0: know. I sure this isn't the worst time to be alive, right? Oh, stop it.
1: (laughs) I think this is just like a beacon of hope for those of us who, try as we might, cannot help but overstuff burritos. Uh, And it's not just burritos, but like breakfast wraps, uh, pitas, enchiladas, quesadillas. Mm -hmm. Uh, And like, as a chronic overstuffer, I'm just thrilled that someone with the tools necessary has finally heard our collective cry for help. Too long have we lived in the shadows, ashamed of the snail trails of guacamole spattering the fronts of our shirts, embarrassed of the sound that a black bean makes as it tumbles from the loose folds of a burrito that appears to have been rolled by a thumbless dwarf with carpal tunnel. And that's a, I talked about <laughs> dwarves again. I didn't even mean to. It just kind of naturally happened.
0: Uh, I have a hunch there's this group of people crying out is pretty small, but go on.
1: I don't know what the percentage would be of our listeners. So I guess if there was... Like, if it was 10%, it would be, what, two people? But Probably. Anyway. <laughs> these young people. No, these heroes have heard us. And it's with an optimistic heart that I say, hope is finally on the horizon. In a product design course, these four women were tasked with developing a product that was practical to use and would sell. The four of them eventually agreed on an edible tape with Garino explaining that, quote, it was our favorite because we thought it was so simple, yet so relatable. And we thought that it was also feasible, end quote. End quote. The road, <laughs> the road that would eventually lead to what would be come, come to be called uh, tasty tape began with the girls researching what components of normal everyday tape was uh, were necessary to make it stick. Mm-hmm. From here, they began to test edible counterparts with a similar structure. Guarino was also quoted as saying, we tried tons of different combinations and formulations and really did a lot of trial and error until we were able to get a product that is clear in color, tasteless, and... Doesn't have any noticeable texture, but was still strong enough to hold a big, fat burrito together. The goal was ultimately to end up with an adhesive. Excuse me.
0: What, did you have too many burritos? Oh, my God. Did you eat before you came over? Yeah, a
1: piece of chicken. Good. This coming back up now. Anyway, the goal was ultimately to end up with an adhesive that was... Uh, tasteless, and that had a texture that the eater would hardly notice as they slowly killed themselves with burrito after burrito after burrito, after burrito which has been a plan to the Mexicans all along. Uh, uh, no? No. Hmm. They really implied <laughs> that, the girls did, <laughs> that, like, to wait out, like, every man, woman, and child eating themselves to death and thus eliminating mm-hmm. the border issue no, altogether. I, I That's think... what I got from the article.
0: Now, where did you get that info from? uh info wars i think it was looper (laughs) (laughs) but honestly
1: like that's a death i could get behind eating myself to death on a burrito i'd be fine with it i'd say that's a good death but until that happy day has come we're going to need a lot of tasty teat tasty teat (laughs) tasty these girls got them (laughs) uh too much beef and dairy Uh so, yeah, we're going to need a lot of Tasty Tape, and the girls at John Hopkins are already making headway on this plan to bring this Mexican-inspired Band-Aid to the masses. The university is currently helping the four students to secure a patent for Tasty Tape. Afterwards, if there is a good and just God, we ought to start seeing Tasty Tape on store shelves, and shortly thereafter, on my very own burritos at home.
0: You yeah. are going to go through so much of that. I will. I can see a product s- I will buy. I can already see you sending me a picture of a burrito, barely overlapping, yeah. just completely wrapped in And tasty be like, who's tape? laughing now?
1: And then I'll be in the hospital getting Sicker my leg cut hell. off. Sicker <laughs> than
0: Oh, from diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway,
1: <laughs> naturally, uh, these young inventors are keeping the ingredients of Tasty Tape uh, under wraps. But Gorino I, I really hope I'm getting that right. Uh, Gorino mm-hmm. has assured the John Hopkins University Hub that, quote, uh, what I say is that all its ingredients are safe to consume, are food-grade, and are common food and dietary additives. Without actually telling us, like, what's in them. Mm-hmm. Um, which is reassuring me here, as I plan to, uh, <laughs> I plan on immediately workshopping my own version of Tasty Tape and putting these young upstarts out of business well before the first taste of success even brushes their lips. It is a free market, after all. And any inventor worth their salt knows that as soon as a new product is revealed, they should expect a swift upswell of stiff competition from opportunistic podcasters like myself and you because you're going to help
0: so long as it's not patented
1: Hmm? no no we're gonna get we'll get there before they get the patent
0: i have a hunch if they have a university backing them it's already patented
1: yeah but you got me backing you and i don't know you got i got you backing me so we'll we're gonna work on it
0: so that ain't just it's not gonna happen then (laughs) probably not
1: i'll forget about (laughs) it in 10 minutes (laughs) but either way uh the girls are still plugging along with tasty tape With Garina quoted after the Design Day reveal as saying they are, quote, going to continue working on it, refine the formula, and try and get it out there. Mm -hmm. I wish them the best of luck and Godspeed as I plan on having my own version (laughs) on the market inside of two months. I'm calling it Lickety Stick. (laughs) And honestly, we may not even be (laughs) competing in the same market. Um, I'm leaning more into like, like an edible bondage tape kind of angle so like <laughs> just hear me out for like so because they already got burritos covered so this would be uh-huh. like let's say you're in bondage and like you're, flesh burritos no like well we could that's the other oh okay Actually, right. i just came up with another idea but let's just say like your partner falls asleep during a session mm-hmm. and now like you used to have to wait for them to wake up finally and cut you free <laughs> now you could simply just eat your way out of your restraints it's gonna be a game changer in the
0: bondage industry. That's 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 one piece of tape that I could probably put over your mouth. Finally. Yeah, but I'd eat it. Yeah, just over and over again. So anyway, like the, hor- the horrible criminal like kidnaps someone and uses tasty tape because that's all he's got. <laughs> they just keep eating. Like, how do you keep getting out?
1: <laughs> how do I keep losing all these dwarves? <laughs> I tape their hands shut. I tape their mouths shut. <laughs> He's just convinced that dwarves can eat through anything. Right. So wrapping this up, <laughs> that wasn't even a pun I intended to yeah, do. That was good. Uh, yeah. I just want to say best of luck to Tasty Tape, and I hope that most more, more universities take note and start taking research into Mexican cuisine just as seriously as John Hopkins.
0: Hey, hey I, I, it's it's something. Hey That's, man,
1: there were like a bunch of really positive stories I was reading for this week. Mm-hmm. That's the, there, there, I came across that one I'm like, well, there's no It's other still combo. fun. Yeah. It's still upbeat. It's, oh, I'm, I'm fine with that. I will buy so much Tasty Tape.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, remember, speaking of tape, uh, bubble tape, you yeah. pretty much ate it. it. That was the original Tasty Tape. Yeah, I remember tape. you used to
1: tie me up with that. Uh, yeah? Yeah, because I could shoot through that, too.
0: Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> okay, when you were a kid, though, you'd get it, and the shit's so soft, it like damn near disintegrated as soon as you started chewing it. So you would just eat it. What was the stuff? Oh, Big League Chew. Remember that? Yeah, like it was like I was
1: encouraging children to uh-huh. get into chewing tobacco before they could legally buy it. Yeah, like you wouldn't even chew on it; you just stuff all the gum in your cheek. Yep. And then spit out like blueberry gum blue water.
0: Spat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And fast <laughs> forward a few years, and you got a pouch of Levi Garrett or oh, Red Levi Man and- Garrett. Yeah. <laughs>
1: What better way to be ignored by every woman you see? Oh yeah, no, it, a big mouthful like be- of Levi Garrett. Mm-hmm. just a
0: big mouthful of shoe leather, because you spit so much more. It was disgusting. Is so much. is yeah. gross. But you thought you were badass. I was big old chaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would uh, that would I would uh, I'd get that when I'd go fishing. No, oh, Levi Garrett? Yeah, Levi
1: Garrett or uh, Redman. Now look at us. We're drinking tea, mushroom coffee, having CBD dips. Yeah, I know.
0: Turning I it. it around. I am actually going to talk about that later. Well, that's all I got for the first one. I just, uh,
1: I just thought that was the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life, and had hey, talk about it.
0: It's, it's something.
1: That's good. I, I'll, it's I'll take it. It's not just something. It's the best thing ever. Tell me, it's the best thing you've ever heard.
0: Has it, you know, cured cancer or anything? No, but they haven't tried that yet. They mentioned try get that the patent,
1: and they'll probably start putting tasty tape on time. tumors and see if they yeah, shrink.
0: you know, heart disease and cancer. Whatever,
1: Corey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, tasty tape the fucking stin on your chest. <laughs> Alright, would you like to hear my first story? Oh my god, yeah. Alright, so here we go. Uh, After touching on the subject of how keeping oneself clean can keep you alive in my story for the April hygiene episode, that is of course before that story took a hard turn into gasoline baths and riots, I suggest checking that out if you haven't, it's no secret that we in the first world take way too much shit for granted, hence the point of this show, and how our access to keep clean is completely overlooked. But a first-world problem that persists across the developed world is the mass amounts of body soaps and shampoos we have access to. The sheer volume of choices is straight-up dumb. If you wanted a handcrafted goat milk soap from central Wyoming, you can get it. Or maybe some shampoo that smells like Kim Kardashian's asshole. Well, Is that real? <laughs> I'm not sure that's real, but in due time, I wouldn't be surprised.
1: Wouldn't it just smell like whatever soap she's using to clean her <laughs>
0: asshole? <laughs> See, it could be. Maybe she eats the soap. Oh, okay. She <laughs> a soap poop. All right. <laughs> Either way, the sky's <laughs> the limit when it comes to keeping your mitts, pits, and tits clean. Uh, but the larger real problem that is created by all that soap is how much of it that gets wasted. And that is where the Clean the World Foundation comes into play. Clean the World was formed in 2009 with the goal to collect discarded bar soap and shampoos from hotels and hospitality businesses across the developed world so they could then be redistributed to people throughout third-world countries where access to hygiene products is a luxury. The bars are collected from thousands of (coughs) businesses across the globe and are then recycled and reformed into brand new bars set for distribution. In 2015, Clean the World teamed up with the Global Soap Project to form a sudsy supergroup of hygiene-based charities to take the world by storm, thus creating the Clean the World Foundation. Together, uh, the foundation went on to not only redistribute remade soap and shampoo, but they got into the freshwater access, sanitization, and feminine hygiene game as well. Uh, They've also begun to offer mobile Fresh Start shower stations, to help aid homeless communities in the U.S. Uh, Chris has been eternally grateful for that service, so that's pretty cool. Oh, I see. You're making fun of me. Because <clears throat> you look like a homeless man some days. Well, not on Sundays. Is that when you hit the mobile shower station?
1: Huh? No, you say you look like a homeless person on Sundays? Some days. Oh, some days. No, you're not wrong. I need a haircut. <laughs>
0: I'm is? pretty clean, though. Yeah, no, as you discussed in the hygiene, you clean a lot. That's for sure. My nose is
1: really hurting today. I've been popping pimples on the sides of it for three weeks now, so it's just this red bulbous (laughs) nose. Your
0: nose is the zit? Yeah, it's disgusting. (laughs) Look at me. I am the zit now. I am the zit now.
1: (laughs) I am the bullet
0: now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The Foundation does it right, too, in the sense that they not only help vulnerable communities by supplying them with soaps and services— but they teach the people in those places how to be sustainable with their newfound hygiene practices. Uh, Through accountability and local ownership, these areas not only get hygienic, but they also learn how to keep the party going themselves. So they don't become a bunch of stinky, dependent freeloaders who ultimately gain 300 pounds, smoke cigarettes all day, and spend their income on scratch-offs hanging around the 7-Eleven. Okay, now that's two fucking jabs at me in one story. (laughs) Did you really need to put that in there? You gained
1: 300 pounds overnight, started smoking fucking. Look at me. (laughs) Did you not notice I smoked like three cigarettes since we started the show? (laughs) Broke my
0: chair. Uh, Just over there in a pile of scratch off Uh, dust. (laughs) I got a cramp. (laughs) What, from inhaling chicken before you got over here? I don't know. (laughs) All right. Uh, so my hat's off to the folks at the Clean the World Foundation for helping to get the less fortunate of the world hygienic and save some lives in the process. That's awesome. Yeah. I like that a lot. I and was I- thinking about that when I was in uh, Philadelphia last month because they just typical hotel bar soap. It's it that it all kind of is that same. I never think about white that. chalky yeah. stuff. Well, there's a reason. It's because most of those places take all that soap and fucking send it into this into this foundation oh okay well so i'm glad they, that
1: they're not just throwing it away yeah because really if you, if you That's spend a lot of wasted soap in a hotel and they've got that i mean granted it's not a big bar of soap but mm-hmm. you just use it like you know once yeah. or twice mm-hmm. and then it's just get, i just assumed it got thrown out actually i didn't even assume it got thrown out i just never thought about it mm-hmm. i like to bring my own soap
0: yeah it's it's not the greatest but if you have no soap i'll take it no soap like people in third world countries. Oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what are you I spent with?
1: a lot of time making my own soap. My dad and I made our own soap. He still does it. Mm-hmm. My time's taken up with well, this fucking show. You reap the benefits. Yeah. Uh-huh. We, made all, we made peppermint soap. Mm-hmm. We made lavender soap. We made green tea soap. You've
0: given us some of your soaps before. I made
1: eucalyptus soap. Mm-hmm. I made a beer soap. I've made a bunch of soap.
0: Yeah, I remember you just eating all the beer soap, fucking hammered that's not how it works jesus christ i'm trying to quit drinking you keep even, swearing You're washing your mouth out with beer soap
1: that's what that's how like it was a slippery slope because that's how i ended up doing all those vodka eye drops oh uh, yeah you, you became a soap. drunk because like,
0: you swore so much as a child i and like your parents wash your mouth out with beer soap like,
1: this is really good is this supposed to be a punishment oh no <laughs> We even made soap. We this is a hunting community, mm-hmm. and we even made soap using tallow from a from deer fat. I might that might have been redundant,
0: but yeah, that's all I have yeah. to say
1: about soap. That sounds like a wonderful organization, though. Yeah,
0: that's, I'm glad to hear that. That's pretty cool. So I never <clears throat> never heard about that one. So that was my first story. It's just about that foundation. I have another one. I would like to hear it. Okay, so this one's a bullshit one. <laughs> The first one
1: wasn't the bullshit one? No. Okay. That's real. It w- I know it's real, but it's... All right. It was positive. I'll, I'll, all right. I'll, positive. I'll, I'll leave it. I'll well, leave it. Well, this isn't even bullshit. This is just... Okay. <laughs> this is about my mushroom coffee and okay. the experiment I've done with it. So the title is this. Are you ready? Yeah. They said it was... <laughs> okay, do you want me do a movie trailer voice? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now keep right, that. Right. Make it go a little longer, though. Boom. They said it wasn't possible. They said it couldn't be done. Dun dun. They told me that I couldn't get any smarter. Boom. But I had to know for sure. So I drank mushroom coffee for two months to see if it could do the impossible. wap wap. And really, <laughs> right off the top, <laughs> the <laughs> the, uh, the results of what? Uh... <laughs> so this experiment I did, um, I guess if like professionals were to look at the results, they'd probably call them, I guess, inconclusive. <laughs> you <laughs> But anyway, I uh, I already committed to doing this bit, so here we are. All right. Okay. Yes. Uh, about two months ago, Corey's wife gifted me half a bag of Rise mushroom coffee, and I was immediately taken by its earthy dirt taste, and the need to constantly stir it to avoid clumping. It just really did something for me. In fact, I think I drank that first mug on this show a couple months ago.
0: Yeah. I think, she, did she make one for you? Yeah. One episode? Yep. Yeah.
1: So, um, <laughs> yeah, you have to stir it a lot. Mm-hmm. And, like, couple this with the fact that when you add enough French vanilla oat milk creamer, to Rise Mushroom Coffee, (laughs) it tastes very much like French Vanilla Oat Milk Creamer, and that sold me. So, of course... (laughs) Kind of negates the whole thing. Whatever. Uh, Of course, for those following the rise in popularity of mushroom coffees, one of the biggest draws is the industry's claim that uh, the mushrooms they're in will improve brain function. Uh, And I'm not sure if I've fallen victim to a placebo effect or if this may actually be the case, but, man, I've been pretty... Like, feeling great. Feeling sharp. Yeah. I've been feeling like, woo, on top of it, especially since I quit huffing glue. But (laughs) uh, that could be from any number of things, really. Mm -hmm. So to test these claims, two days into drinking a cup of RISE, like my first time Mm -hmm. a couple months ago, I took a free IQ test online. I've never taken an IQ test before, so I had no idea what to expect, but I had a feeling that I'd crush it. So to even the playing field, I waited till about 945 Fifteen minutes before bed, I had two gin and tonics.
0: The, mo- <laughs> the most opportune time to do an IQ test. So it might have tired been... <laughs> and half
1: cocked. Well, it might have been an impromptu idea because, like, <laughs> I had two gin and tonics and a beer, and then I set to work. Oh, great! Fast forward after twenty-ish minutes of confusion and frustration, and I'd say guessing it maybe like a third of the questions. <laughs> turns out, you ready? Yeah, I'm smart as fuck. This <laughs> this free ad riddled online iq test presented unto me a score of do you do a drum roll will that screw it up (laughs) a score of 129 oh out of what out of i don't know (laughs) but apparently it's pretty good (laughs) so for any of you dummies out there who don't understand like what that means like Corey, um it's like saying if i wanted to, i could be an astronaut if i chose to uh, if I, Look
0: at me now. If I
1: had the time or whatever. <laughs> Fly, you're flying high now. Listen, an IQ of 129 is only three points behind Emma Watson, and it's a whopping seven points higher than Tyra Banks, which I take to mean that I could have been cast as Remini, despite what my parents had said, and I could just as easily have filled the shoes of a trend-setting African-American supermodel. Mm-hmm. So that's what I got of it. But I had to, remi- <laughs> I had to remind myself... I still had two whole months ahead of me filled with daily mugs of brain boosting Rise mushroom coffee. Uh, this is not an ad for I, Rise, by the way, but if they wanted to sponsor us, they could. Uh, the sky was the limit. Sure, hit us
0: hit us up at toughshitthepodcast to at <laughs> gmail.com. Send us a question along with your online promotion where we can sell your product.
1: <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, daily mugs of this Rise mushroom coffee I'm having. At that point, the sky was the limit, and I fully expected, but by the end of this, I'd end up in space. Turns out it didn't happen, though. <laughs> I, I don't know if the first I think test, if you do
0: normal mushrooms, you might end up in space. That might be the next thing. <laughs> you graduate from mushroom coffee, to You dude, just think you're in space. Straight up doing shrooms. <laughs> like, I you like, yeah, I can see you doing shrooms, just laying on the floor like, I am so fucking smart. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, I mean that I, I've never done mushrooms. I've been off. I've never yeah. done it. I would try it. Yeah. In a safe
1: environment. I like, think
0: from what I gather, that's what you wanna be like yeah. around people. In a room
1: without anybody else there mm-hmm. so you don't say anything stupid.
0: Yeah, I, I have no intention of doing that. And I did say the one time I said, you know, if I ever did, I would wanna have Mastodon's Emperor of Sand album on. Because that's Everybody it, would. I'm that sure seems, that that's <laughs> I'm sure someone's done it. It seems like because I listen to it, it's like, wow, I bet these guys... Mushrooms. Yeah. Ah, it, some mushrooms. You'll have to play that for me afterward. It's a good album. It really is.
1: Um, What the fuck was I talking about? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Before we went on a doing mushrooms tangent. But neither oh, of us have so done. Like,
1: <laughs> That's. I have no... Like there are certain, I don't feel like I have the right to talk about drugs. No. I don't do, I don't really mm-hmm. do any drugs. No. So, like... I just feel like a poser if I start to talk about it. You know what I mean? Like it's it's such a mainstream thing now too. Like yeah. it's it well, me it's talking about and yeah, yeah. me talking about that is like I won't buy a hat with something on it that I'm not into because I don't want people to ask me about it. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> I I agree. Yeah, just like oh, you're
1: a Celtics fan, huh? It's like yeah, I love baseball.
0: Yeah, like, no, I got <laughs> got a free hat.
1: Anyway, <sighs> so yeah, I was feeling pretty optimistic. Mm-hmm. on... <laughs> that I, my second score would be fucking awesome. But yeah, it turns out it wasn't. Um, I don't know. I don't know if <laughs> was first, it last? I don't know if the first test was a fluke or what, but I did my best to duplicate the first the first test environment last mm-hmm. night by waiting till about 10 15 and taking another test after like a G&T and maybe three beers. But immediately, <laughs> immediately hit a wall when I couldn't remember what site I'd initially taken the test <laughs> on. <laughs> so I just picked two more free tests and I did them both instead. The results of both are as follows. Mm-hmm. The first test I took last night was on 123test.com, which makes it seem a lot easier than it was, you know, because like, I can count to three. It mm-hmm. uh, started out promising enough with some fun uh, word association questions, but then almost immediately veered into a, n- <laughs> a number sequence multiple choice questions. Uh, in <laughs> fact, <laughs> I've come to the conclusion that most IQ tests are just all number sequence problems. Like, that's it, which apparently... I'm not very good at. Uh, so after after guessing my ways through 123test.com's bullshit math questions, I got my results. After two months of daily cups of very expensive mushroom coffee, 123test.com had this to say, quote, You have answered six of the ten questions correctly. That indicates an IQ of between 105 and 120. <laughs> this equals a higher vocational education or university level. With exercise and focus, you might be able to score higher on a real IQ test. It's very much a chin-up, thanks-for-participating kind of result. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I think what was most depressing for me was finding out that 123Test.com isn't actually a real IQ test.
0: <laughs> what were they trying
1: to sell you? Well, there were a lot of ads I had to click out of. Uh-huh. So, like, feeling a little <laughs> defeated, I set out to find another free test. Mm-hmm. Preferably one without any numbers in it. Eventually, I stumbled across FreeIQTest.net, which was uh, full of irritating questions about number sequences that I haltingly guessed my way through. <laughs> And after two months of choking down wet clumps of powdered mushrooms, freeiqtest.net rewarded me with an IQ score of 129. All right. Yes, that's right. I was right back to where I started. It turns out no amount of uh, cordyceps, lion's mane, reishi, shiitake, turkey tail, or king trumpet could make me any smarter than I already was. And that's all right because I'm already as smart as I need to be. I'm smarter than Tyra Banks, I'm almost as smart as Emma Watson, who seems like a really nice person, and I'm certainly smart enough to do this show with you, Corey. In conclusion, <laughs> whatever you gotta tell yourself, Christopher, in conclusion, <laughs> I'm going to continue to drink Rise Mushroom Coffee, not because I feel like it's working, but because I spent $60 on two bags, and I cannot abide the idea that I've thrown money away. Mm-hmm. So that that was my experiment.
0: Uh, that's uh, I can see how it's inconclusive. Yeah, and it, I it also assure reaffirms to me like how I keep getting mail that's addressed to you that has nothing to do with things you're into. Yeah, I don't know why they keep sending copies of Fast Company. Probably because you signed up for weird shit online all the time. I still get a New York Times. I get Fast Company. Uh, I get Bassmaster. I get yeah. What's the fashion one? Oh, GQ. Fa- yeah, I get GQ. I don't know why I get these. Yeah. Uh, then, why, no, why I get these. Well, yeah, but they're addressed to I me. deface them and then put them back in your mailbox. Yeah, you
1: erase all the bees <laughs> into my Bassmaster, and yeah. then I just get copies of Assmaster, <laughs> which initially, like, when my first issue of Assmaster came in, <laughs> I was so excited until I opened it up, and there's just fish. fish.
0: <laughs> just fishermen. There isn't any butts in this. This is ridiculous. Just the
1: fishermen's butts, and you can't see them because they wear those big
0: overalls. <laughs> Hey, They wear UV gear, they know it's up, whatever. I'm all about that. Oh, that's great. I, I, I'm glad you had a IQ test that just verified your eh, IQ. Yeah, it, it was
1: super. It was, I don't know, it was a letdown. It was just like it do, was so anticlimactic.
0: Do you I genuinely would, feel like sharp quicker, or do you, like you said, could be placebo? I mean, it's
1: hard to say. Because as you know, like I am the sharpest and quickest already, so like clearly any improvement, <laughs> any improvement on that is just like so marginal that I wouldn't have really picked
0: up on yeah, it. I, I could tell by your online surfing ability how sharp you are. I can get the IGN, uh huh, <laughs> <laughs> IGN and uh, Rotten Tomatoes. I don't even get on there anymore. I don't care. There's no. Too many stupid movies. <laughs> there, there is too many. There's too many – yeah,
1: I'm not even getting into it. Can that. I say one thing real quick, then I'm I'm done with this story. Is, This is
0: our show. You can say whatever you want within reason.
1: Have I ever – have I reached out to Mudwater on this show before? No. Fuck Mudwater. That's what I want to say. I no. didn't – if anybody <laughs> – go. You no know what? Product, product listen, basher. If, if anybody from Mudwater is listening and you're looking for free advertising advice, I'm your fucking man because you're doing an awful job. I didn't even know Mudwater was mushroom coffee. Have you seen these commercials? No. There's so I've snobby. heard of it, but I didn't know what it it's was. It's just some guy. It's just like, you know, it looks like a, I don't even know whether I want to say. It's all like white and like, I'm not describing it well. But like there's an, the, Is it like
0: an iPhone of coffee?
1: Kind of like it's the guy that's like so, trying to look rugged, but he's just dressed way too well. Mm-hmm. It's like a model pretending to be a lumberjack. But anyway.
0: So it's like you and I, a couple teal collar boys. I'm wearing a Volcom shirt right now and I don't skate. I'm wearing an Aladdin's Castle arcade Arcade that's been closed down for 20 years (laughs) but i just like the guy's like Uh. oh
1: he's just like hang on i gotta get it it's like i used to drink coffee for years and then i realized how stupid that was now i just drink mud water and like it doesn't say that it's mushroom coffee you have no idea just a
0: snobby guy that's making fun of the rest of us for drinking coffee and i find it so irritating Right. That in a lot—I mean, really—that in itself, it's like I used to drink coffee. Now I drink mud water, and if they don't explain what mud water is, that makes you sound really stupid. Yeah, it just sound like an idiot. Like, why would you drink muddy water? I—I did, I didn't know fucking what it was.
1: Parasite. So I finally looked it up. It's mushroom coffee. It is okay. Ten
0: dollars a bag more. I'm gonna have to watch some of these ads to see if I get the same vibe you got. You're gonna get irritated. I don't know. We'll
1: see. That's all I gotta say to <laughs> mud water.
0: <laughs> Until they reach out and want a sponsorship.
1: Oh, yeah, I'll sell I out immediately.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. All right. I do have a second story. This one ran a little longer. So that's why I only did two and not three. So super served, whatever. Okay. Fucking <laughs> mud water. All right. Tell me a story. Story two. No title, as usual. Fucking loser. All <laughs> right. If I Maybe if I drank more mushroom coffee, I could come up with <laughs> clever paragraph-long titles. <laughs> uh, all right. As in our midlife crisis episode, Chris had shed some light on the subject, pretty much explaining to us that it's a made-up thing to scare everyone into thinking they're going to lose their shit once they hit age 40. Uh, but if you do get to that point in your life and you are so overcome by the dread of being a nobody... That you wind up getting the urge to poison your husband, bang every dude in town, and murder a bunch of old women for their money. I ask you to stop, stop and consider the other options available to address your quote-unquote crisis, and listen to a few tales and advice to help you overcome those middle-aged blues. So remember, at the end of your story, I said I, I'm gonna. I already planned on doing something in the officer. Yes, I, I, this I had, is
1: it. This is it. It was foreshadowing.
0: It was. Like, I, I didn't even know what direction your story was going to go. So I was a nice compliment. I it count, was, like, yeah. Your comp- this is a good lead up. Yeah. This is I've, a good uh, uh, well, epil- or, uh, yeah. epilogue. 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 Yeah. Epilogue. This yeah. is a good author's
1: note. It is,
0: yeah. Okay. <laughs> First up, a quick story from a man named VJ Eshwarn, who is a wealthy businessman from Malaysia. Uh, when Mr. Eshwaran was in- Not his-
1: VJ from Cheer Up, babe. No,
0: not VJ. Well, his name is spelled V-I-J-A-Y. And at first okay, I'm like, I, I know, it. I'm like, how the fuck do you say this? So I had to find videos online of interviews with him. Okay. <laughs> it's like VJ. It's like, okay, all right, good. So, so you uh, actually
1: took the time to properly uh-huh. learn how to pronounce somebody's name instead yeah. of just jumping Wing into it.
0: it. All right, so- Mr. Eswaran was in his middle age. Uh, okay, Mr. Eswaran was in his middle age. He was coasting along like so many of us do. Decent home, wife and kids, the usual deal. Well, one fateful morning when a good friend had asked VJ to join him for a jog, to which he declined and said he would meet him later for breakfast, Vijay had no idea that that would be the last time he spoke to his friend. VJ's friend had died of a heart attack while out on his jog that morning. And that event was a punch to the gut of VJ's reality. He used that event as a driving factor to change up his life. He would go on to reassess everything he had done up until that point. He then chose to get more involved in entrepreneurship, philanthropy, and public speaking, thus completely transforming his life and the lives of those around him for the better. Now, not all of us might become a millionaire philanthropist, uh, but we all do have the chance to change for the better in our midlife like Vijay did. Uh, It may not be a traumatic event that gets us all to shape up. Sometimes it's a slow burn of little things that bring us to that brink. Either way, here are a few steps people can take to help them through their quote-unquote crisis. First up, uh, take stock in what you have now and stop taking your life for granted. Your family, marriage, friends, career, home, and health are there every single day, and you probably overlook those things because you've been fortunate enough to enjoy those things for most of your life. Even if you don't think they are up to high standards, you still have those things. And if you are compelled to change those things, then change them for the better. At the end of the day, it is your choices that will bring positive change to your life. Buying a sports car won't fill the hole that you may have, so enjoy what you got. So unless you're trying to fill a garage,
1: then it'll, <laughs> if then your it'll main fill. goal is to fill if a your garage, if the hole you're trying to uh-huh. fill looks like a garage, you should buy a sports car because that'll fill it. Yeah. Unless it's a big garage, you well, might buy a couple of them.
0: And and this one, like the you know the the pessimist might say, "Well, I got this health issue, and my wife and kids hate me, and my job sucks, and this and that." It's like you still have a job, and you have a wife, and you have kids, and you have a roof over your fucking head. Like you might not have a nice car, you st- like the things you have you just take for granted because maybe yeah so that, that's kind of addressed that one all right so second embrace a positive physical hobby and get active stewing around staring at a screen watching the ills of the world will only influence your mood in a negative direction go do something anything go for a walk go meet up with friends and have some fun Go fishing, go birdwatching, go ride a bike. Just do anything to get your ass off the phone and off the couch. Once you start to correct any physical woes you may have, the mental and economic ones will fall into place thereafter, thus positioning yourself to better deal with any quote-unquote crisis headed your way. So, it,
1: Yeah, like, it's... I, I don't fall into this because I don't fucking like watching TV, but mm-hmm. it's... <coughs> Regardless of how much television you watch, how much time you spend on your phone, how much news you watch, of mm-hmm. how mu- regardless of how many horrible things are going on, watching it, but like you help. need to stay informed. You're not doing anything. The only thing, ultimately, at the end of the day, most for the most people, the mm-hmm. only thing you can do is you, you can just the only person you can control is yourself. Absolutely. So start with
0: that. Mm-hmm. That's all. Damn right. But yes, yeah. I agree. Yeah, it's it's important to be informed of everything, but to just constantly be berated every single day with negative shit or something that aggravates you or upsets you, you're not doing yourself any favors. Right. So having a good physical hobby will help you not worry about that You're an individual. Yes. Take care of yourself. All right. So third, dedicate some time to something you're passionate about. If you find your mind wandering into the what if and what could have been area, you're already wasting your time. By focusing that time on something a little more meaningful – You may just bring some joy back into your world by actually doing something. Maybe you want to start a podcast with your neighbor to get people to stop bitching so much.
1: Don't do it, though, because there's already enough of us, And, like, we're already swimming in a crowded sea. Like, everybody's already pulling us down. So just, like, don't do that. Unless you're really bad at it, and you're not going
0: to be a competitor for us, then then go do it. Start one called Shit Tough and just suck at it.
1: it, Wait, what's our (laughs) show called? Shit. So it'd be like Hard Crap.
0: (laughs) Hard Crap. (laughs) Or you could
1: do a show called Hard Tack. What's that? The the
0: Walmart brand of our show. (laughs) Hard Crap. This is this is we are the
1: Walmart brand of our our show. Our own Walmart.
0: Yeah. (laughs) All right. um, Or you could write a book, paint a picture, make jewelry, start a side hustle, or anything really so long as it gets you focused on something meaningful. Because pursuing something meaningful is more important than pursuing something that's expedient or convenient. Uh, This way you aren't tempted to throw in the towel on what's easy, like having an affair or pissing away money. The typical midlife crisis type activities. So I want to close this out with another quick story. My story. Now this is in no way a bragging thing or anything like that. It's just an example of what I did in my 30s to address some issues I myself was dealing with.
1: I don't feel like you have to apologize. Like, we've already decided our hobby is just going to be, like, (laughs) talking as much as we can about, like, ourselves and stuff, so.
0: I'm not, uh, like, I'm not apologizing. I'm just sharing a story. Let's hear it. Okay. All right, so by 2017, I was 33 years old and weighed a very unhealthy 216 pounds. I had just moved into my fourth different house within a five-year period. I pissed my money away on frivolous shit, uh, had muscular and skeletal issues, used tobacco, like Red Man and Levi Garrett, and was completely miserable. And the whole time, I also swore off marriage to my girlfriend of six years due to my negative outlook on the matter. Uh, I don't feel what I was dealing with was a quote-unquote midlife crisis per se, Uh, But a lot of the lead-up would mirror what other people deal with Mm -hmm. before losing their shit and hitting the crisis part. Luckily, I never hit that wall. Uh, Instead, I chose to make some changes, Uh, and it was difficult. I started with selling my quote-unquote dream home and moving back to my hometown to be closer with friends and family. I took on a different job for a short amount of time, which helped me break out of a career rut by trying something different. Then COVID hit, and I doubled down on thriving. I chose not to live in fear, but really appreciate what was in front of me and shut out the negativity for good. To date, I am in a far better headspace, happily married to my wife Ashley, who stayed with me through all of that for whatever reason. Uh, I have a better attitude at my job, have lost over 44 pounds and have actual muscle now, which is insane. Uh, I manage my health issues better. Uh, I started a sweet podcast with my good friend. And despite my smart-ass attitude at times, I am truly grateful every day I wake up. Midlife is a great time to refresh, renew, and appreciate what you have. Thinking you need to completely overhaul your life because it's stagnant or you aren't getting any younger, then change it for the better. Appreciate what you have now, physically and mentally take care of your body, and do something meaningful with your time. You don't have to buy a motorcycle or start an affair to fix whatever crisis you may be having. You get one life, be it early life, midlife, or your golden years. So make the best of that time and enjoy what you have. And that was it. That was very good. You you know, let me just say,
1: I don't always listen to everything you're telling me. But that time, I really listened. And for was a say, second you, there, you that, was, right up. That, was, that was, I wouldn't, or dare I say, a little touching. A little genuine? That was very, very nice. I never, like, I... <clears throat> I've, I've, I mean, we've watched each other change over the years and oh, all yeah. That, but I guess you put that very eloquently, and maybe it didn't dawn on me during, I mean, I know that you've done a lot of things different and changed for the better in, like, mm-hmm. yeah, just in a Less great space. Five years, yeah. But uh, I've never thought about it put that way, mm-hmm. that it was essentially, you reacted to things and you made conscious decisions to better yourself
0: and do something different and change it for the better. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> yep. And well, Doing this show, I think I've talked about it before, it helps me walk the walk in that, you know, there's sometimes you start to fall back into a negative headspace or something like that. It's like you don't have it that bad, you know. Like the other day when I was talking, uh, you know, my hip and back, they're going to yep. bother me forever. I was talking about that. I was like, yeah, it's hell getting old. And I said, no, it's part of getting old. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, a- just keeping hey. a negative mindset, Just change. just change the way you say things. And it'll help you get through whatever issue you might be having. So
1: There's a church down the road. I'm getting fucking churchy here. But there's this <laughs> church down the road from where I work. And the lady there, this old lady, she always puts stuff out on the sign out front. Uh-huh. It's not all religious stuff. Sometimes it's just whatever. Oh, they're
0: funny. Yeah. But her most current
1: one was, um, the fuck was it? And I'm sure this has been said before. but Oh. Despite the high cost of living, it remains popular. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty good. She also does some that, like, she doesn't, she's just <laughs> a sweet old lady. Because I the one, I think the peak was when she was, it? oh. The hands God, over. God, yeah. keep your arms around my shoulders and your hands over my mouth. Yeah. Which to her, I'm sure was just like, I'm getting the comfort of God or whatever. Yeah. But to me, it's like, fucking, God's Sneaking like, me. sounds like he's going to R this poor person. Yeah. <laughs>
0: God's getting a little handsy, uh, getting a little touchy feely.
1: But <laughs> I think the message was there.
0: <laughs> I, I'm I'm sure it wasn't that meaning. But, I got uh, the spirit of it. <clears throat> yeah,
1: unless she was making an accusation to God, I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, that was that's very good. Thank you for that. Oh, you're quite welcome. I love talking about shit that's supposed to because I'll get down too. Yeah, but like. I got. I get. When I, get when I, I get mad every day. I got mad last mm-hmm. night because I got tar on my hands. Like I'm the one that I was playing in Rufintar. It's a, it's really hard to get off right. with soap.
0: Yeah, yeah. You got to wear gloves. <laughs> <laughs> so no, that's uh, it is. It, it's it's just one of those things. You know, especially during COVID, a lot of people dealt with that really badly because we have it very well. Yes. We have it very well, you know, a lot of people in North America, Europe, developed countries, and we take it for granted. And the first time we are inconvenienced, granted, you know, COVID wasn't just an inconvenience. It was, you know, it was life or death for some people. But, you know, just the things that came along with it, uh, people, it was just not healthy. A lot of people took a really bad approach Mm -hmm. at it. And thankfully, at that point, I had already started changing my attitude had this happened in, you know, 2016, 17, I don't know what I would have done. You I, probably I would
1: have had a far worse outlook. Probably, and yeah. And not reacted to it as well.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I think so. So, yeah, th- that's just the pointers I could show. Uh, but yeah, you, you don't have to have a fucking crisis. You can change your life for the better if you and want. And you can do it
1: whenever you want.
0: Yeah. You I can. Like it. You can, absolutely. So, um, that concludes my second story. And we're out of stories. Let me see. What I we're... get. Where are we at? Oh, we're good. We're closing in on an hour, so. Um. <clears> how <laughs> do I don't fucking follow that up? I
1: just got. <laughs> I have another page of just dumb shit. Oh, that's fine. That's all right. You know, there's going to be a genuine side of this table and you're on the genuine side. And mm-hmm. Then there's going to be a slightly smarter, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Let's Sar- hear how you explain that one. Sarcastic side. On the, yeah. Oh, I will say I did get a compliment on your story. Uh, how like, oh, the hell do you get the compliment? Because <laughs> I manage everything. Oh, okay. <laughs> really? I I'm, I got a compliment for you oh. on your story because it was so to the point of the show. Well, th- oh, well thank you to whoever that was.
1: <laughs> you, I I, uh, I don't even need money. If somebody just tells me I did a good job. Good job. Woo. Good job, I'm fucking. Lying man, it just puts me in such a good mood. If somebody's like, you know, nice job if they're being genuine, I can tell when they're not being genuine though. If somebody gives me an ungenuine compliment,
0: I know that they're like, oh, I really like your show. (laughs) Why are you rolling your eyes then? (laughs) (laughs) Because you're stupid. I bet you don't even drink mushroom coffee. I do. Wait, are we arguing right now? (laughs) Uh, I have,
1: I have one, I have like a, so I was gonna do a third one. Um, I'll just, I'll bring it up. Oh. I didn't actually do it. Okay. Uh,
0: do you have the title figured out? No, I
1: didn't even do a title. I just okay. like the third bit it was gonna be an attempt at like finding because I'm so I'm now I'm gonna bring it up. I'm so sick. The next person who says <laughs> Man, the price of gas, like oh I can't do it. the price uh, of gas is so high. I'm gonna buy gas and I'm gonna set you on fire with it. I'm so sick of hearing it. <laughs> probably so, you probably shouldn't threaten
0: people with burning. Oh, this reminds me, before you go off on I don't a think tangent, I'll fall through <laughs> I watched that Gamer from Mars on YouTube. Great channel. Okay. So really good channel about online uh, events and people in the past and whatnot. He just did like an hour-long special yesterday on 100 YouTubers who have been arrested or people online. Oh. A lot of people like – got arrested for previous crimes they had admitted to, like which they thought were like light or right, you know, maybe empty threats like burning people alive with gasoline. Because Can you of...
1: edit that out? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I was watching and I started thinking, I'm like, holy fuck, what have I said? Like that? Obviously, what we say that's like that is clearly not serious. But no, <laughs> <laughs> so no, now, now you're sweating bullets over there, aren't you?
1: <laughs> well, my my idea was like. Everybody's worried about the price of gas, so I was gonna come up with a list of things that have gone down in cost over the past few years, and okay. then do that. And so me and I were brainstorming, but all we came up with was CDs and eggs.
0: <laughs> CDs and eggs? Yeah, the price of compact discs has gone down over the years. Uh, it right? has. Yeah, I I would say from if you bought a CD back in like 1993, this was like twenty four, twenty five dollars. Yep. Now it's like for inflation, 10 yeah. right? Oh yeah. Yeah. So there
1: you go, and apparently eggs don't cost as much. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. That's the whole third story.
0: Oh, that's hey, it's something. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it.
1: Both of those credit though; those go to Mandy. You're looking. <laughs> you're even...
0: looking for the silver lining. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. I'm gonna
1: start closing this out. Uh, oh, I have shows to uh, suggest, but do we do that normally? At you the could, end?
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. What
1: do you got? Do you want me to do them right now? Sure. And then we'll close it. Yeah. Okay. So I got like four shows. Wow. wow. Yeah, right. I know. Um, so this first one, uh, this is, I don't know who wants to pick this up, but it's like one of those like on-the-job docu-series, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, like the reality ones? Yeah. So it's called Show Me Your Butthole, and uh, it's a docu-series that follows the trials and tribulations of proctologists whose patients are exclusively juggalos.
0: That's a very narrow margin of people who would watch or listen. I'd watch it. Okay. Okay. Whoop, whoop. Show me your butthole.
1: <laughs> um, I think I only got two more. No, three more. Okay. So this next one, this is because, you know, I keep pitching shows to HGTV and then they don't get back to us. It's yeah. probably because we didn't have an email. So now what's the email? The podcast at gmail.com. Okay. So HGTV, I have a show for you called Does the Carpet Match the Drapes? No. Oh. It's, it's
0: <laughs> sure, that it's, isn't going
1: to be on Hustler. What? No, it's very tasteful. <laughs> It's a competition style interior design program uh, where contests or contestants are tasked to decorate a space using only material sourced from pubic hair.
0: Ugh. No? That will not fly. Right, whatever. Okay. Um, <laughs> this one's, I, I walked into the room and it looked great, but I instantly got crabs. I mean, it just
1: like it just smells I don't know, <laughs> musky, I guess. <laughs> Oh, that's gross. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing all the gross ones. Uh, the la- this, this one is a, a podcast that I came up with. Mm-hmm. Okay, It's called, Yeah? Are You Smarter Than My Arm? And it's a show where I challenge guests with IQs higher the, to, than 129 to arm wrestling matches.
0: You know, you, you've made a lot of threats in the past for arm wrestling. People. I know, but it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, you'll have to let me know in the next family reunion because you called out everyone there to arm wrestle them. I know. Nobody picked up on it, though. Nobody. I don't think they listened to the show. (laughs) God, I hope not. i had
1: one more but i don't think i, I i'll tell you what okay. i'll ask you after the show if i can say it because now you got me scared
0: <laughs> oh like threatening people yeah
1: it's a board game i came up with but i'm gonna i'll, I'll ask <laughs> you
0: <laughs> you gotta
1: clear it with yeah, me first <laughs> i don't think it's offensive but i i also asked you one a few weeks ago and you and ashley and you're both like no you can't oh say yeah that. <laughs> that's right so, yeah okay um and then I have some other shows that I've been doing with Mandy, but I'll bring them up some other time. <laughs> I
0: have I have got to listen to your other show with your wife, and it is hilarious. <laughs> We've done I, don't know, I don't know if they will ever get put under the tough shit banner, but maybe someday. When I go out on my own, this yep. will be my solo act. Uh-huh. I'm working on another one called – because I got
1: my own recorder now. <laughs> 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 I just came up with one called Vacuum Cleaners Don't Scare Me. But I am not want to tell you the premise yet oh, because boy. I'm going to record
0: it and then I'll play it for you. Vacuum cleaners don't scare. I, I can't wait to hear that one next. <laughs> if you had a, you could probably just have a collection of your 20 second or, you know, one minute long episodes. That would be awesome.
1: Because if I get it out somewhere else, then I'll maybe it'll make me a little more on point here. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like a pressure relief valve. Where, like, mildly offensive stuff comes out that doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. And then it's not in the show as much.
0: (laughs) Well, that kind of makes the show sometimes. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) To an extent. (laughs) All right. Um, That's all I got. Real quick. So, donations. I, I know myself, I've been slacking on the donations for the last few months. The last one I did was my hair in February. March, I forgot to put one in. Um So I'm going to go all in because it's a super served. I'm going to super serve my donations. Uh, First up will be to the Clean the World Foundation, as I talked about in my first story. Uh, Just help them get some soap out to people who need it. Uh, Second up will be towards the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline in honor of Trevor Stranad, the lead singer of the Black Dahlia murder who passed away this month. Um, Wait, what's the name of it? It's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Yeah, that's
1: right. We didn't talk about that. That's sad as fuck.
0: No, no. Yeah, that was a bummer. He, yeah, that's uh, awful. He passed away, and there was, they didn't come out and say that he committed suicide. But at the end of it, it said, "If uh, you know anyone struggling with suicide, here's the number." So
1: yeah, so keep that in. Mind. Yeah, you don't. That was a that was a shock. So that it, was very that shocking. Was, uh, so yeah, I mean, to the family, that's fucking horrible. But mm-hmm. like, that's one of those ones that. It makes you think, like you don't ever really, you don't ever really know what somebody's uh-uh. going through.
0: If so. you watch any footage of him, like super happy-go-lucky guy, uh, I mean, it it was always just wild because he's in like this extreme death metal band, and those guys are just the They're funniest bunch dudes, yeah. Um, so, and I, I watched an interview last year during COVID, and he was talking about like his mental health and how it was been very tough for him and so on and so forth. So. So I said COVID was really hard on a lot of people. So, yeah, don't uh, do not do that. Don't, uh, don't hit your own off switch. It's not good. Uh, so, all right. And then after that, third one, this is going to be something pretty cool. And maybe you can help me with this. Uh, I'm going to be going to hide random cash in things of baby formula or products for young parents. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, I like Like, that. go into a store and just kind of slip a tan or something into uh, into a box. Okay, I will do that. Yeah. Because, like,
1: I'll occasionally donate. And it's not that I'm, like, being, like, mm-hmm. heartless. I just forget. Uh-huh. Like, the, uh the uh, Like, I want to donate. Um, I think me and, and I talked about and we probably were going to, well, now that I'm saying it, um, mm-hmm. to uh, I don't know, one of the organizations that's helping out, obviously, in Buffalo right now with everything yeah, inside yeah. of Buffalo. Yeah. Um, and then, and it made me think about it the other day when there was a guy. This was really nice. A guy from Ohio who drove. I mean, it was a, it was symbolic because it was three and a half hours away. Yeah. He drove three and a half hours from somewhere in Ohio with 400 pounds of food and supplies and shit, just packed into a sedan to wow. donate. And he says he'll
0: keep doing it, which I thought was just really wow. nice and just sweet. Oh, good. So, good yeah. on him. Awesome. So, yeah, that's the uh, donations for the super served. So that'll be cool. Um, next month, we got the topic picked out. So stay tuned for that one. Uh, we'll probably do it towards the end of the month. Uh, that's what we were planning on now. So we just did a three-peat for all of you. Thank you. <laughs> and My wife wants me back. Yeah, now, now we're probably going to do a three-peat of weeks off. So until uh, till the end of June, we'll have a, a full episode, and we will have a soft serve the week after. Ideally, that's the plan as of now. Hopefully nothing gets in the way. Um, so, yeah, other than that one, thank you guys for listening. Uh, please leave us a rating on Spotify or Apple. That would greatly help us out. Uh, give us a follow over at our Instagram, at official. Uh, send us your questions to shit at gmail.com and consider buying a shirt from studio4east.com. So that's uh where I'm at. That it? That's it. We're Done. in and out. All right. Hey. Be yeah. good to each other. Yeah. That's a, be good this, to each other. Be good to there's yourself. Enough bad stuff going
1: on. Yeah. It, yeah. Maybe you being good to somebody else will make all the difference.
0: So yeah. be it, nice, please. Yeah. Give it a shot. You you won't regret it. So all right. We'll see you guys on the next one. Bye, everybody. Bye for now.